Hello everyone, I'm Monty Church. Thank you for joining me today here by this little stream that flows just around the corner out to the great Columbia River. From there, the big river flows west out to the Pacific Ocean. Today, I'd like to share with you one of the greatest spiritual lessons that our Creator teaches us from the Book of Nature. It's in these waters where the story begins, where in the fall, mature salmon, guided by unseen hands, returns back home exactly to the place where they were first given life. It is here in these shallow streams and creeks where they return to spawn or deposit their eggs from which the little fingerling offspring are born. Then from here the newborn fingerlings will journey downstream to the big rivers and out to the sea to start the cycle of life all over again. At sea, the young salmon will live and grow over the next three to six years on the vegetation and the sea life that the ocean provides. Eventually, when they have grown to maturity, the salmon will embark on a perilous journey back home to where they were born to lay their eggs, thus ensuring a future generation. When I see these migrating salmon, it reminds me so much of the several summers I spent fishing commercially with my friend Joe. During these times, I often contemplated this miraculous story of the life migration cycle of the salmon. I saw so many illustrations that parallel Bible principles that our Creator would love for all of us to learn. Please allow me to share them with you in this episode we've entitled, The Journey Home. You see, when baby salmon make their journey out to the ocean, they have the help of the currents because they're always going downstream instead of upstream. Perhaps here we could say that this part of their journey is a bit like most of ours. For most of us, we have probably found that life was easier and more carefree when we were young. But our journey became more difficult when later we had to face upstream responsibilities ourselves or upstream challenges in today's harsh and perplexing world. Now the salmon migration story hinges on the fact that when they return home, they have an unexpected upstream battle. They are ignorant of the fact that they will face multitudes of unexpected obstacles and problems as they struggle to return home. They will not only encounter upstream currents, but also rapids and waterfalls. They'll be attacked by birds of prey such as a bald eagle and hungry bears that await their arrival let alone fishermen looking to harvest as many as they possibly can. This unexpected struggle that the salmon faces is so much like what many Christians face, who are somewhat confused by thinking that after they've given their lives to Jesus, lives will be a lot easier and problem-free. But too soon, we've all discovered that life's journey to our eternal home is not easy but rather it's like the old country song goes, God never promised us a rose garden. In fact, when Jesus prayed for his disciples, and that includes us, he said, I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil that's in the world. 
Jesus goes on to say that we will be in the sinful, polluted world for just a short time, just until he comes again. And until then, he prayed that his Father would teach and help us to live a successful spiritual life against the attacks of Satan and the powers of his dark forces. You see, my dear friends, the fact is that we live in a war zone between good and evil. We struggle against destructive powers of this world that are working day and night, preying upon our weaknesses, tempting us to avoid living according to the Creator's laws of true freedom and happiness. Also, the evil one many times works to make us think that God allows hard times to come our way as punishment for being bad. So at the bottom line of our study is this question. How can I live a successful Christian life in such a messed up world? Jesus says that true freedom and peace only comes by abiding in Him. And He knows what He's talking about because while on earth, He always found it a must to stay close to His Father in order to live righteously. How much more then should we stay close to our Father also? He put it this way, Stay attached to me and my life will flow into yours. Just as branches can't bear fruit on their own unless they're connected to the vine, neither can you bear heavenly fruit unless you're attached to me. Without being connected to me, you can't produce a thing. So how do we abide in Jesus? The answer is this. It comes through a lifestyle of continuous connection with Him. And that comes through prayer, asking Him for guidance in everything we do. And by regularly studying His Word from the Book of Heaven to learn about Him and what His will is for our lives. This is the key that changes everything. You see, when we seek God earnestly through prayer and study, it opens up the door where the Lord can step in and help us supernaturally. The Book of Heaven also teaches us to come close to God and He will come close to you. You know, it always amazes me that I never see a Christian completely overwhelmed with discouragement or down and out who regularly takes time to study the Bible and who is in the habit of taking every frustration and question he faces to God in prayer. It's a promise from the Lord Himself who says, Also remember that you haven't had any temptation that others haven't had. God is faithful and He will not let you be tempted beyond your strength, but will provide a way of escape so you will be able to stand up against it. You see, my friends, God realizes, like the salmon returning home, life is an upstream battle all the way, a battle that lasts all of our lives or until Jesus comes again. Again, like the little fingerling salmon, life was somewhat easier when we were young, before we matured to take on life's responsibilities on our own. So likewise, we are especially challenged as growing Christians when we first decide to seek to live a spiritually devout life in a corrupt world, especially with the fact that we must contend with our own weakened bodies and minds that have been deteriorated 
by centuries of heredity in a polluted and sinful world. Then on top of that, we are having to contend with Satan and his demons, tempting us to think that there are more exciting and better ways of living that are happier than God's plan for us. To follow heaven's plans for us in the face of these temptations creates a tough, upstream battle for all of God's children. As we all know, the reality is that in life there are many setbacks and unexpected struggles that come our way. Similarly, as the salmon's journey home, we too face harsh and often unfair obstacles like the praying eagles, steep waterfalls to negotiate, and bears waiting to rip us apart. But friends, we need not despair if we hold on to God's promises. Listen to this. If God is for us, who can be against us? But then comes this question. If I give my life over to God's leading, why at times do I still experience problems in life like the rest of the world? Well, my dear friends, first of all, it's because there's a great war between good and evil that's going on in this world that will continue to affect each of us until Jesus comes and puts an end to it. But the good news is that until then, the Lord will stay close to those who deliberately choose to let him guard them. Listen to this. The Lord is my strength and my shield. With my whole heart I trust him, and I know that he'll help me. Isn't it wonderful news that you and I don't have to battle life's problems alone? Our Heavenly Father is with us when we deliberately choose to let him lead us and guide us in all the affairs of our life. These deliberate actions show that you are the children of God. It doesn't seem unfair at times because of the fact of what our Heavenly Father does. He makes the sun to shine on everyone, good and bad alike. Also, He waters the crops for those who do right and for those who don't. You see, in His mercy, and to be fair, God treats saints and sinners alike. His blessings are available to all. Yet God says to His children, But I will be with you even until the end of the world. So now you can confidently know that I can do anything through Christ who gives me strength. Yet many ask, why is it that the Lord allows hard times to come to those who are really truly seeking to serve Him? The fact is, my friends, that we may never know in this life all the reasons why we face trials. But this we do know that in His infinite long-range wisdom, God may selectively allow some problems to come our way that, in the long run, will help prepare us to live in His eternal kingdom. However, you can rest assured that our Heavenly Father promises that He will turn the bad problems we face into something good. The Book of Heaven says, We know that God is able to bring something good out of every circumstance as long as we trust Him and remain true to the purpose for which He has called us. We may not see the results of God's leading immediately, but eventually we'll understand it. Some things that happen to us here we won't be able to understand until we get to heaven. So trust Him no matter what. I treasure this inspired statement. By faith we may look to the hereafter 
we may rejoice that all which has perplexed us in the providences of God will then be made plain. Things hard to be understood will then find an explanation. And where our finite minds discovered only confusion and broken purposes, we shall see the most perfect and beautiful harmony. An additional reason why God allows hard times to come because of things we bring upon ourselves is so that we might learn from our mistakes. We can't overlook the sad fact that sometimes we bring a lot of problems upon ourselves because of poor decisions we make. You see, God will never interfere with our power of choice and we may have to reap the consequences. However, He will help us to learn from these mistakes. It's interesting that even Jesus, when He was on the earth, also learned from the hard times in His life as He grew up. Although He was God's own Son, He learned the real meaning of obedience by the things He had to suffer. Though the Lord allows hard circumstances to come our way, He governs what comes and promises to be with us through thick and thin, even when we have at times blown it. Yet He's always willing to forgive us during this learning process. Scripture teaches us that we are maturing and perfecting our lives if we are willing to learn from Him. Along life's journey, He teaches us just like we often teach our very own children. A special promise is, When you walk through deep waters, I will be with you. When you pass through swollen rivers, they will not flow over you. When you walk through fire, you will not be burned, neither will the flames harm you. I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. What the Lord promises here is that He is in control over the long run. He will work out things for our eternal good. He will be with us no matter what comes our way, even death. It has always interested me that historically, even those persecuted Christians who met death when burned at the stake were witnessed singing because they felt no pain in their final sacrifice. Also, Scripture points out that the main reason for learning from hard times is that we will come to the place where more and more we will have had a belly full of seeing what sin does to us. We will not only despise it, but it will make us long for our eternal home, where sin and its results will be no more. This soul trait will keep heaven eternally safe from evil arising again. I long more and more to live in that righteous promised world, don't you? Whatever man does to plot against the Lord, the Lord will bring to an end. Sin, with its arrogance and rebellion, will not arise a second time. This is why God wishes us to keep focusing on our journey home, just like the salmon on their journey home. But we just must know this. We must persevere on no matter how rough life gets, always remembering God will be with us until we enter heaven's gates. Another reason God allows problems to come our way is that it reveals to us and to all of heaven as well, in judgment, how important it really is to us to want to do what is right and good. And that will not be because of the rewards or punishment we may get, but because it's the right thing to do. We will have then in character 
become the kind of men and women that God is looking for. In the final judgment of all men, this complete trust reveals to God and to the universe that we are safe to save for eternity. For you see, dear friends, while it's God's work for us and in us that saves us, it's our surrender and our devotion to Him that allows Him to prepare us for eternity. Again, this devotion only comes by constant study and prayer, which allows the Holy Spirit to instill in our soul a complete trust in God's ways for the rest of our lives. To give us a bit of real-life perspective on what we're talking about here, I've asked a good friend of mine, Donovan Strong, to tell us of an incredibly hard time that he and his wife Sarah and their family went through. It was an experience that tested their faith to the limit and that at the time really made them wonder what God's reasoning was in allowing this to happen. I am Donovan Strong. I'm a member of the Boys Fort Band of the Minnesota Chippewa Tribe. Life is a journey. And in that journey, we have some troubles and some stumbles. It's not always smooth as it goes. Several years back, it was uh, a really hard time in my life. It's a hard time for our family. And it didn't go as smooth as we want life to be for us. It actually ended up with uh, incarceration and my world fell apart. And being an indigenous person in today's world, the people are so quick to discount anything that you speak or you, you talk about. But that's where trust came in, trust in the Lord. And it's just amazing how he gives you the strength, the courage, and the endurance to get through painful times. A lot of anxiety. And that's where we went to prayer. And the Lord answered in many different ways of, of signs and miracles. Looking back at the time when I was going through my troubles, I prayed often, I prayed daily, and I sought the Lord. He protected us and He guided us through everything. You know, life is uh, an upstream battle. And those rapids in our lives, that's what defines us, gives us character. As long as we know that we're going home, we know that Jesus Christ is our Savior. And it's just amazing how He works in our lives. It's those struggles, it'll get us through. The Lord will get us through each and every day. Trust on him, lean on him, and we praise Jesus. Wow, what an experience they went through. But the fact of the matter is, I know that many of you have gone through similar experiences, even worse. The key to why I asked Donovan to share their experience is that they persevered, holding on to the Lord, trusting him in spite of what they had to go through. This trust is what God wishes us all to learn. Now many wonder, how do you handle a question about why certain good people just seem to be constantly plagued with bad luck? 
the ones who struggle with problems and setbacks one after another that are not of their own making. The Book of Heaven explains that sometimes God allows certain trials to come to us for His glory. Like in the story of Job, Job faithfully loved and continued to serve God in spite of losing everything, possessions, family, even his health. Yet in the end, he was victorious. Amazing! Job trusted God so much that he could say to his friends, Though God slay me, yet will I trust him. His experience showed the universe and to you and me today what a good man can go through yet stay faithful despite what the evil powers may throw at him. With God by our side, we can do the same. This is part of what it means to live for the glory of God. At the final judgment, there will be some who will use excuses and will shake their fist at God saying, if it wasn't for the hard times I went through and the temptations I encountered, I could have been faithful to you, but I was overwhelmed and too discouraged to follow your ways. At that time, the Lord can say, look at Job, look at Donovan. He and Sarah and so many others went through terrible times, but they chose to hold on to me, and I saw them through it all. My friends, no matter what God allows to come your way, never be afraid or despair. He always will hold out his hand to you. Take it. He's promised to see you through every problem of life and he's too wise to make a mistake of what he allows to come your way. Just choose to hold on to the Lord and remember again his wonderful promises. But don't become overly confident and think of yourselves as standing so firm that you can't fall or that you can do anything you want and it won't affect your salvation. Also remember that you haven't had any temptation that others haven't had. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your strength, but will provide a way of escape so that you will be able to stand up against it. There's a special promise to those who persevere in holding on to God's plans and promises for us by continuous prayer and study. The promise is, since you have obeyed me and kept my word and endured because of me, I will keep you during the time of trouble that will come on the whole world to test those who live on the earth. So you see, my friends, when we become perplexed over why bad things happen to good people, we can remember that God has our interest at heart, and he makes all things work together on the overall events of life. Ultimately, nothing happens without God knowing it. All things are under his infinite wisdom and long-range purposes for your life and mine. God can also turn trials into good in that one can share with others the experiences of his deliverance and escape from unsurmountable problems. These shared experiences can help others we know make life-changing decisions, seeing that if God can help you, he will certainly help them too. You never know how great an encouragement this is to your loved ones like family, children, and acquaintances. All these reasons, the Bible explains, are for God's glory, for we will finally see in all of them that our Creator is not an arbitrary and severe God, but love personified. Jesus has worked out our salvation for us so that we may live eternally. By holding on to His Father, our Savior lived a perfect life as an example 
and as a means of salvation for your life and mine. It's our privilege to be a blessing to other people and sharing with them some of the hard times that we've been through and how our Savior has helped us. If He has helped us, He can help them too on their journey home. So what is the answer to all of this that we've talked about today? It all boils down to this, my friends. While life on this side of heaven may be an upstream battle, if we maintain our focus on the Lord Jesus Christ, no matter what happens, all things will work together for good because we trust and love Him. Remember again, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. That is why today it's a must to spend time strengthening our faith by regularly studying God's Word, the Bible, and discovering His plan for our lives. It is through His written promises to us and by learning to turn to the Lord with everything that comes our way that we will then grow to trust Him completely. This is what it means to be perfect and spiritually mature in God's sight. Jesus said that those who continue to persevere to the end, seeking God's will in their lives, will inherit the eternal kingdom. He put it this way, True happiness only comes from having a humble attitude. If you feel your constant need of God and trust Him, you have the kingdom of God within you. Happiness comes from longing to do what is right. For those who do, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. How is it with you, my friends? Are you taking time on a regular basis to study God's plan for your life? And are you learning to lean more and more upon the Holy Spirit to help you with every situation? I hope you are. Like the persevering, migrating salmon on their journey toward home, our persevering desire to grow in our spiritual life is what the Lord looks for in judgment. No matter if we are just starting a Christian life's journey or if we have been following Jesus for many years. You see, it's not our occasional deed or misdeeds that God looks at, but our continuous connection with Jesus. Our perseverance in the direction we are growing and headed toward is what ultimately matters. Jesus has saved us. The trials we face allow us to learn to hold on to God for everything. This is why our Creator says, My brothers, don't worry. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. For thousands of years, the great journey of the salmon has been repeated over and over again for all of us to see. The amazing thing is this, despite the obstacles and trials they face, many of them do make it home reaching full maturity to start a new generation. They never give up, no matter what. As we close today in this beautiful salmon country of the Northwest, just remember that in God's sight, maturity is persevering of holding on trusting God in His wisdom in every situation. And until next time, let only the Good Spirit guide you.